You're listening to the Old Guys Talk Metal and Sometimes Punk Podcast. 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 Tim Piles, welcome to the Old Guys Talk Metal and Sometimes Punk Podcast. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Here with my co-host, Bobby V. Hey, thank you for being on. Happy to have you on. So everybody Pretty knows crazy. who everybody already knows who we are. So tell the world who you are. <laughs> sure, they want to hear. Yeah, let them know. Oh gosh, well let's see. I'm a longtime San Diego resident and involved in the media here in San Diego, beginning with hosting a radio program on one of the first alternative stations in the country, 91X. I've been hosting their local program since uh, 1998. Um, although I did have an incident and went to another radio station. I uh, was there for almost 10 years and now back at loudspeaker on 91X. So basically I've been hosting a local radio program for over 20 years. On top of that, I've been hosting and booking shows at the Casbah, legendary music venue. Up until COVID, I was part of a local uh, television show that aired on NBC locally. Um, just very involved in the local music community on top of doing a couple other things that the radio station 91X like hosting a new music show. Awesome. So we've known, uh, you know, I'm from San Diego, so we've done a lot of, I, I know you've been around forever promoting, promoting bands. And we really appreciate that. Well, you're welcome. It's been a, a gift to be able to do it. <laughs> it's been a gift. So what made you want to get into radio in the first place? Everybody seems to have a reason for doing what they do. A lot of people think I just fell into it or, or some other reason. What was your reason for starting in radio? Well, I mean, being fascinated by it as a young man, I mean, uh, obviously it's much different now, but when, when we were younger, uh, those of you that remember, I mean, the radio was a, a big part of your life and your culture. Um, so for me, listening to radio and, and probably hearing people like uh, Shotgun Tom Kelly, who was uh, kind of a, a well-known uh, national DJ, uh, he had a whole catchphrase and thing he did, and then... Uh, even Dr. Demento. I just love Dr. Demento. Nice. Um, but, but just my love of music as well, I think, you know, I mean, alternative music and, and 91X coming around in 1983 was kind of a big deal at the time. Yeah, man. I mean, think of all the bands that got their start at 91X. It's, un, it's unimaginable. Yeah, I mean, you really got to think about how much of a, cultural thing it was i mean it was the soundtrack to san diego there in the in the 80s for sure absolutely uh, things changed a little bit with when nirvana hit and it became much larger of a phenomenon but yeah you know every radio station or every uh, radio in san diego was turned to 91x there for sure in the 80s if you were in high school yeah i remember it was the first time i heard berlin was on 91x really yeah uh, that's the yeah. first song they ever played yeah what song was that? Sex. 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 <laughs> <laughs> He's like, sex. <laughs> what, do you, what do you want here? Who doesn't remember? So Tim, that's simple. Yeah, it's that simple. So, so Tim, who are some of your favorite artists you really enjoy listening to and playing on the radio? Oh, gosh. Well, currently I still, uh, you know, host Loudspeaker. That's every Sunday night, so I get to play local music. And then, yeah, I got this new music show on Sunday night to, late that each week I'm playing an hour of new music, new bands, um, or old bands with new music. So like this Sunday I've got, uh, 
a, a, some new stuff from a band I really love called the Fuzz Tones. Oh, legendary yeah. uh, garage rock band from yeah. going back to the 80s. Um, a newer band I really like, kind of pop punkish, I guess, uh, called Pup from Canada. Um, every week I'm discovering a new band. It's kind of fun. Uh, I suppose over the last year, really fallen in love with uh, Idols and the Murder Capital and the Fontaine DC. They're all kind of post punk sounding bands, I guess. Right. So where are you finding a lot of these bands? Do you research them yourself? Like a lot of people, like we talked about earlier, people should really farm Bandcamp for some great bands out there. There's a lot of great bands coming out, like independent bands, especially with the COVID thing going on. Everybody's at home really making great music and they're really doing self-promotion in a major way these days. And I always thought it'd be a good place to find bands for either a radio or a podcast or whatever. I don't know if I'm if I'm incorrect in saying that, but I think it's it's like a, it's almost like a farm, musical farm almost. Well, yeah, um, I kind of utilize, there, there are companies that promote records, not a record label, but like a company that could be hired by a record label or a independent artist. And so there's a half a dozen of these companies around the country that they send me music. They're sending me the latest and greatest stuff. Groups of publicists, um, just publicists. I'm familiar or... with and, and artists I'm not familiar with, so. Right. I'm just checking it all out, you know. I think the thing I'm most excited about this week is I got the new Gorillas album, oh, and right, it's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, I heard that was a good one too. I haven't heard it yet, but I've heard it is a good one. Yeah, it seems that we'd be the way to go. We're, we're the same way. We get bombarded with emails of, of, of from PR people listening to this band or our artist on this label. Tell me what you think. And I don't like record review people. That's not what we really we do. But like it's sure. kind of the same thing you're doing too. That people. We got bombarded by people, you know. I don't speak Russian, but hey, I like the I like the song. You know what I'm saying? But I don't, you know, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't speak uh, I don't speak Portuguese. You know, I don't know what's going on. I get the gist of, of it though. Companies. Yeah, lots of PR companies. I'm getting some of that like press related and then some of it specifically radio related. Right. I'm I'm really digging this new band from from Mali, this uh, African band and their lyrics are all African. I don't understand the damn thing they're saying, but they're an amazing band called Songhoy Blues. Oh, I do wow. recommend them. Huh. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're mostly in the metal and punk scene, but, you know, I mean, we get bands from Brazil and Ukraine and everywhere else that are contacting we from get, Greece. Like, yeah, I mean, we get Jeepers. bands from Mon- like Mongolia play, like recording yurts and stuff. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, they find you, and, you know, now there's so many ways for artists to get exposure, you know. It's not just the radio. There's, like, a thousand different ways for fans to be discovered so that's that's kind of cool well we do our show on a small station here in phoenix and uh and we're in arizona and um they pretty much let us do whatever we want i mean we'll play like eight hours of solid death metal and they don't ever (laughs) seem to blink they never (laughs) it's shocking i I didn't know how we get away with it to tell you the truth i mean we did we did we did three weeks of iron maiden building up to the maiden show it was uh, yeah We're, we're really pushing the envelope here, but <laughs> you know your audience <laughs> exactly, man. So, what about the Casbah? I dabble in it. I mean, I'll play some noise and some some death metal, cattle decapitation, or the locust on on loudspeaker. Oh, I love the locusts. Know? Yeah, I, I dabble in a lot of things on loudspeaker. If it's from San Diego, I I love to. You gotta love Rocket from the Crypt. Rocket from the Crypt is great, man. Queens of Stone Age. Heck yeah, gotta love it. Really good stuff. So so now I heard yeah. I was talking to Carlos from B side the other day. He told me that Bar Pink closed. Is that true? 
Yeah, they're just doing a few more live streams from the bar uh, beginning Monday, I believe. But yeah, I think it's all over, said and done. You know, nobody nobody can go to the bar, obviously. And they pulled the plug that the large restaurant group bought the spot, and so they're going to open it as a place called Part Time Lover or Part Time Lovers. What? What is that going to be? Uh, when you know, I mean, whenever they change hands and they, open, you know, whatever they're going to do to the space, obviously, this is the same people that own some other pretty, some nice. You know, they're, they're, I don't want to say they're bougie because I really do like the tiki bar they have here in town called False Idol. But, okay. um, you know, we like the locals. I like supporting people like Tim Mays or the people behind Blind Lady Ale House. You know, there's some true locals that have come up within the Casbah family that have been business owners. Obviously, Bar Pink was a big part of that. Swami John Reese was an owner up until recently. And, you know, it's a, it is a sad thing to lose that. So what about the Casbah? What's going on there? Um, tonight, Earthless is playing. Um, they're doing live streams and limited edition merch and stuff. But outside of that, you know, I mean, what what can you do? You can't. There's no, nothing going on at the Casbah other than these live streams. So I mean, um, it's, it comes down to the live streams nowadays, right? I mean, because. Uh, is there? Is there really? Is it, are they making money on these live streams? This is a question I have to I ask. I mean, if the Casbah were to close, it would be devastation for the whole Southern California scene. <laughs> but is, I mean, is be, are the live streams helping? I think it's just more because, I mean, Tim giving back to the community that has supported him all these years. You know, he's pretty adamant. I mean, he's, he's in no rush to open if if it's not safe, obviously. But I think at some point, yeah, he's, he's probably paying the bands obviously to play and a way to keep the brand alive and still do something. It doesn't excite me as much as going to a show. Of course, I'm, I'm not really that excited about watching live streams, but yeah, I know what um, you mean. You got to do something to kind of stay on top of people's minds and not just disappear and then reappear. So, you know, it's good that he's doing that. It's good that he's giving an opportunity. I mean, Earthless, that's a big, big band, obviously a big local band. So they played last Saturday and they're, they're doing another set tonight. But yeah, I mean, it's free. It's, they're not charging any money to get a ticket. I think they did one with Little Hurricane that cost money, but outside of that, these are all pretty much free. Yeah, I mean, I think you're 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 100 right. You got to be out there. You got to keep the brand going. Keep the face out there. Keep pe- keep it in people's mind. Hey, we're still here. We're not going anywhere. Well, it's not completely dead. Like I, we, I was talking to Super Unloader the other day. They did a show. They did a live stream show, and Wise Monkey did a live stream show, and they made like a thousand bucks in PayPal. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, in their backyard, some some people are into it and supporting it, and yeah, I mean, you never know. There might be there thing, you know? might be some guy that hasn't seen the band in ten years because now he lives in Colorado and he's a millionaire and he gives him a thousand bucks. Who the hell knows? You never yeah, know. I don't you like know? that. It happens. <laughs> it hap- These yeah. things happen. Everybody needs it to happen to them. <laughs> I think at this time, you know, that'd be great. Make up a few thousand bucks your paper. Well, that's all right. Why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? That's what you're paying me for this. this- Appearance, right? Absolutely. Oh, you didn't know that? Oh, yeah. You didn't know, check, you didn't, you didn't know Sean won the lottery? Check your Venmo account, yeah. <laughs> your Venmo account. How do you think we record? Think we record? Our Venmo account is zero, my friends. How do you think we, you think we recorded all these beautiful microphones? <laughs> so let's talk about this band called the Banana Seeds. What? <laughs> Come on, let's talk. He was in a band called the Banana Seeds. I heard that too. Yeah, let's hear about it. 
Do, do bananas they have seats? Yeah, they, they played a handful <laughs> of shows, and that's just, you know, I guess a, there was a period in the 90s where I was uh, messing around with some friends, and there were a couple different uh, things that were more or less just in the garage. One was called Al Bar and the Fed Tones. We played one show. We didn't really have a name. That name just became our name for one night and one show only. And then, yeah, the Banana Seeds existed. Uh, people in San Diego would probably be familiar with DJ Ratty. He's a local, um, like, rare groove, funk and soul DJ. He's got right. a big old crazy afro. And you wouldn't expect him to be fronting the band and writing songs. So, yeah, we all kind of got together, the Banana Seeds, with a question mark, by the way. Um, we <laughs> created ourselves the night that Weezer played the Casbah. Weezer played the Casbah in the 90s and under a secret name. And so that was the night that uh, we formed ourselves, I guess. <laughs> nice. So you opened up for Weezer? No, no. We were at the uh, a Weezer show. Oh, and that's where I see. The, okay. the, the, the words were exchanged. The, the idea was discovered and and the banana seeds were created so the seed was the seed was planted that night exactly do bananas <laughs> actually have seeds i think they do don't no they, they don't oh they don't as far as, so. as, far as a question mark how does one plant a banana <laughs> yep <laughs> you plant the plantain yeah, yeah, i still have I, I still got drums set up in my garage but i well they're not i shouldn't say they're set up because i haven't played them See, what, what, what type of music was it um I don't even know what you would call it. I mean, it wasn't like, I still listen to it. And it just, I mean, it's just alt-rock. I mean, it wasn't really any one thing when I think of it. Maybe not a sound I would necessarily. I think it was weird. We just played. You know, I don't know what it was. <laughs> I guess it was kind of punkish. And how long did that last that. for? How long did it go on? Uh, that was in the garage for a few years. Um, we... We played a big going away party for a, a DJ, Jim McGinnis. He was a legendary DJ here in San Diego. He's still here, but um, he spent 25 years at KGB. He was kind of like the first DJ to play local music. And so when they let him go, there was a big party soiree for him. And that's when um, a bunch of luminaries of the local music community, including John Reese, were there. And John Reese saw us play and complimented the banana seeds. So boom, mic drop. I was good. <laughs> You're like I've done it. There was the end of the season. Yeah, hit the pinnacle. We don't have to play Winston's. We're fine. <laughs> I'm better as a music supporter than an actual musician. So I've put all my passion into supporting all these great people. And you've done a great job, yeah, for sure. I mean, you're you're a local legend. So who do you, who's well, up thanks. who's up and coming in the San Diego scene? People should keep an eye out for and listen for nobody. Nobody's doing anything right now. It's terrible. No, um, well, the band. <laughs> This band, Fashion Jackson, kind of a young band from the Point Lomo OB area. They were kind of oh, it's my hometown. Bringing a scene together, <laughs> kind of an art rock band, I guess. They were kind of interesting, and um, they kind of created a scene around them. That was exciting to see. Um, yeah, there you know over the few years, uh, there's been a bunch of young bands. There's this new one called um, Black Licorice. I'm really digging. They're probably 16, 17 years old. They're uh, they remind me of the Arctic Monkeys oh, right. a little bit. Um, this new young band, these girls called the Fluorescents. They're kind of like, you know, they sound like a like a little bit like a 60s girl group, kind of punkish uh, sounding. They're fun. I mean, it's cool. I'm still discovering new bands. 
I think new, I think young people are discovering loudspeaker in quarantine that maybe didn't know about it before just because everybody's got time on their hands and they're discovering that there's a show on 91X that might play their band. So I'm, I'm kind of getting like people, you know, I've never met or didn't encounter. So it's nice. They're discovering the show. Well, that's really cool that 91X still does that considering, and they don't have to, you know? No, they don't. It's, <clears throat> what just happened is um, the beginnings of all these big radio companies consolidating and getting rid of a lot of talent and then making the talent they keep do multiple markets and then also have like a hub where maybe they have like one big facility sending out the radio shows and the, and the stuff to the rest of the country because, you know, radio advertising is, is gone with COVID. And so these big companies, you know, they own a thousand radio stations around the country. Yeah. What they're, they realize and what they've kind of fully intended to do is, you know, they make a DJ be on in the whole country, you know, where it used to be, you know, you had 50 different DJs, but now they're going to make one guy, basically, that's the simplest way to describe it, just be on every station they own in the whole country. Like, you know, it's the same morning show everywhere. They, it's the same. Yeah. So it's not that bad, but it's pretty close to that. It's pretty close. Sirius does the same thing. They have the same DJ doing 10 different freaking shows. So it used to be, you know, people would get syndicated. So if you got syndicated and you were on in 10 markets, that made that meant you got paid <laughs> 10 different, you know, you got paid for all that. Now right. they're, you know, they're making these people, that's part of your gig now is that, no, you're, you're not just in San Diego. You're in the, the Southern California region. Right. But luckily, our company is a small company, and it's a local company. And then all of our stations are, are so three of them are actually Mexican. So they're, you know, across the border, um, which is kind of interesting. But I guess we own, we do own the, we own the stations, um, which is new. I think it used to be leased the ability to be able to, you know, have it and operate it. Uh, and you would be paying some Mexican owner. But I believe we actually have uh, we have an arrangement. So our our company, you know, it's a nice small four radio stations, local. All the DJs are local. Everything, you know, they may win because they're so local. Yeah, they can offer all that local stuff. Right, but yeah, but then you're right. Well, I mean, the local advertising. How many waterbed warehouses can you get to advertise on your freaking show? Sure. You know I mean, we're getting a lot of we're getting a lot of weed money nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. San Diego's always had Stop plenty of weed money. <laughs> yeah. There's no doubt about that. Back in the day, that's how you had a record made. Exactly. For the Bank of Greenbud. So it was cool. <laughs> they're actually still doing that. Letting the local, uh, the local scene thrive on the on loudspeaker. And I think here in Phoenix, they took that stuff away, didn't they? Phoenix is a void that way, man. It's, it's, it's a void. Like, and like, they're oh, still playing the Eagles. Yeah. And all, and all these corporate... <laughs> I mean, like we talked about earlier, this corporation is buying up, if they don't own them already, buying up radio stations across the country, especially in my hometown of Chicago, they pretty much got rid of all that radio. I mean, yeah. the biggest rock stations there were are gone. They were there since I was a little kid, you know, before I was even born. And now they're Christian stations. Just, What's up with that? Yeah, what is up with that? I mean, how much winger <laughs> can you that. play? I mean, <laughs> I'm happy that people have access to music in every which way you could ever imagine these days, but yeah, there's, there's something fun about 
uh, what I remember about radio and, you know, I went there to, to discover new music and, and enjoy the, the, the DJs and, you know, and the back in the day when you go down to the, to the record store mm-hmm. <laughs> and get a, get your yeah. LP and then you get it in and yep. then it was a cassette and then it was whatever, a track, I don't know, whatever you listen to, but. I mean, the only pride we really have in in doing our show in Phoenix on this station here is because we get to play like five hours straight of Iggy Pop. That's right. So we could pretty much, it's not nice. a commercial radio uh, station. If we want to, yeah. 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 We do whatever we want. That's so, awesome. So that's pretty cool because I, I mean, when are you going to hear Iggy Pop on the radio again? Oh. Ever. We play Cradle of Filth. Not five hours. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight we're doing what, five, uh, four and a half hours of Rob Zombie and White Zombie. So Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Nice. It's we play it, we play Halloween, it man. It's, it's October. We do some zombie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and last week we did it. What, six hours of Smashing Pumpkins, right? Well, and then, then we did the Eddie Van Halen tribute show, and they literally yeah, played Eddie the Van thing Halen for 24 show. hours. Yep. Around the clock, nonstop <laughs> playing it. 24 hours. <laughs> so we get lucky with that. There are those little podunk stations like that out there. They still exist. Yep. Yeah, that's good to you know. Well, you know, we, we miss out in San Diego because of our proxim- proximity <laughs> to the border. And so the you know, all those little signals that might do something like that in Southern California are, well, it's 91X, you know, it's kind of mm. those, those signals, uh, which are the college stations or the, yeah. the various, you know, nonprofit stations. We don't really have them here because of being so close to the border. You have to reserve some of those signals for them, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm on a Mexican radio. Who doesn't love TJ? Exactly. <laughs> That's why our stations all sound so weird because they run all the Mexican national. Uh, we have to run those ads. Yeah. That are so distinct and unique and somewhat confusing. But yeah, they are weird. We yeah. have to air them. I remember that. Remember when we were crossing over with a gospel church? They were getting, I don't know how they got stuck on, on our on our signal one night. Well, yeah, we had to. <laughs> and we got a letter from his church. They didn't appreciate Norwegian black metal. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't like. They didn't like King Diamond. They didn't like their merciful faith. Didn't go well with them. Apparently, King was Di- coming in over the, over their PA I, I, during their sermon. They're listening wow. to King Diamond. <laughs> we got shot a letter that we needed to quit the Satanic Death Metal. We're like, what are you talking about? So we <laughs> we say we upped the programming of Satanic Death Metal or Black Metal, whatever. That is funny. Wow. Well, then we actually got an actual guy from the Church of Satan that we started interviewing on the show. They really pissed him off. <laughs> we had a we have a segment called Ask a Satanist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Things, things definitely got weird. Yeah, sounds like a fun radio station, a it fun is. radio show. It is. We have fun. It's all about streaming these days. Yeah, I mean, we yeah. get we get these bands from like Greece and Ukraine and Russia oh, and man. Australia, and, and they're like, "Oh, we're getting radio play in the United States." You're like, little do they know, it's like in this little market. But it doesn't matter because <laughs> being blessed worldwide, they can. Hey, man, we're on the United States. And it's yeah, exactly. what's, what's kind of cool is they have these little listening parties around the world when they're because it might be like four in the morning here, but it's four it's four p.m. in, in Australia. Yeah, so it's just pretty yeah. cool, you know. It's, I'm glad there we can at least bring joy to some lives in Ireland, even though it's a time slot. It's still broadcast all over the world. It's so all over the world, yeah, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. Streaming yeah. is beautiful. It is. Yeah, that is a good thing about the internet. Yeah, it's yeah. true. We've got a million bands following us now because of that. It's uh, yeah. crazy. I mean, I used to sit and watch MTV waiting for the damn video I wanted to see, and I'm still waiting for that video, of course, today. But, you know, now, any video I want to go see, it's on demand, on YouTube, it's crazy. You know, yeah, the you things can... we suffered through yeah. back in the day. You can right. go, wa- go back and watch Headbangers Ball. You have you to go, go watch yeah. 120 Minutes. 
You know, you'd have yep. to go through all the sticks videos, hoping Echo and the Bunnymen would come on. Stuff <laughs> <laughs> well, stuff was cool, you know. Stuff was, kids, uh, kids don't get it. Like stuff was cool back then. Stuff is it's not cool anymore, you know. Like I don't know. Where are all day waiting for that? Yeah, where's all the cool stuff anymore, man? You get now. You got now. You got Teen Mom. Oh. Yeah. What MTV? <laughs> yeah. That's cool. We're cool, so we're doing all right, I guess. Teen Mom. Yeah. I did, I Back did in the that. day, you'd be waiting. You, you 120 minutes waiting for the Bauhaus to come on. Bella Lugosi's dead. You know, cool stuff. You know. Yeah. Or have King Diamond uh, doing his uh, takeover of Headbangers Ball. He'd be, he'd be sitting reading nursery rhymes in a King Diamond voice. What was the Night Flight? <laughs> that show Night Flight. That's where I first saw Iggy Pop. Night Flight, yes. Yep. I yeah. saw Iggy Pop in there. Blew hey, my mind. Do you guys Are you guys familiar with uh, the company Super 7 that makes uh, little action figures? Yes. Yeah. That makes like they just came out with uh, the Rob Halford and the Lemmy and they've yep. got the, yeah. the Mystic series. Oh, I love that that's place. That's, you, my, that's, my, King, that's my King Diamond one. Yeah, your King Diamond. My yeah. King Diamond action figure I got from them. King yeah. Diamond action Halloween, yeah. Halloween edition, King Diamond. They got a new Ghost <laughs> one out that just came out, too. Oh, yeah? For Ghost? Yeah. Being Ghost, yeah. The Rob Halford yeah. one's kind of weird because he has a whip and shit. <laughs> <laughs> he said his leathers, yo, leathers. How come people didn't realize he was gay when he was wearing all that leather? I don't know. How London come, leather, yeah, London, London leather boys, yeah. How come they didn't realize that? I don't know. <laughs> It's so bizarre. Yeah, I just posted. Uh, have I you ever had Rob on the show? He lives here in town. But we haven't had him on the show yet. No, one of these days. We're He's really to, involved with his cats. We're now. trying to get Tim the Ripper Owens on the show. Well, Tim the Ripper will come on. Yeah, but Rob's really involved with his cats these days. He's doing some kind of some kind of Good metal some kind of met, metal cat T-shirts. He's doing. I was thinking we should get the deal. Yeah. We should get the deal hologram on here sometime. The, yeah, the deal. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think about all this hologram stuff, Tim? Think it's viable? Yeah, it doesn't. I don't know, man. It doesn't excite me. If the technology was better, I'm not sure the ones that have happened that I've read are that great. You know, I think they're pushing it too soon. But I'm sure something like that. I imagine that being really cool at some point. Because they were supposed to build a strictly hologram theater in Los Angeles for hologram concerts. Do you know that? Yeah, so oh. check this out. They're doing like a just just the Ziggy Stardust record. They're doing a Ziggy Stardust band, like a hologram form. You know, and I guess they have a backup band, and then they have they have Bowie on stage. That'd be kind of right, cool. Right, like they have the whole Bowie band. They've done that tour. Right. Yeah. I, it could be yeah, cool. I don't know. I've seen I've seen Gorillas and Deathlock, uh, and I enjoyed those uh, those types of concerts. And the Deal one. There's the Deal one. The yeah, Deal was the yeah. yeah mainly his 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 last band he played with Tim the Ripper Owens singing, but then he had the Deal hologram come on do like Last in Line or what the Mob Rules or whatever he's doing. But then but then I saw but then there's the other factor of it too. Like I saw I saw uh, or I did uh, I can't remember where it was working then. Um, I think it was at House of Blues. Dweezil played Zappa with movies sure. of his dad, and it, they then they bounced back and forth and they weaved it all in. So. Nice. Frank Zappa was playing too. It was amazing. You get hammered enough, I'm sure the the hologram goes just fine. Sure. <laughs> Armed and don't hammered. Care, yeah. <laughs> it's like you then you start running to the stage just to touch Theo or something, you know? Right. Well, I mean, they got a guy backstage. They had that was why it made me think of it was Tim Ripper Owens was the one singing it. He was singing the parts. He, he but he was out of the stage. Oh. He was in the front of the stage too. But then they switched the deal hologram. But it would be Dio's voice. It was still Dio's voice. They they, they, they melded it in somehow. 
I don't quite know how. I they think do. it's well, a German that's, company that's that does happen, it. Right? Isn't that the first? Have they announced that tour or something would be all right? Yeah, they already did it. Yeah, they already yeah. did it. Already. I went and saw it here in Phoenix, the Dio Returns tour. Can you imagine? Is there like a better one than that one coming, or that's that's it? That's it. People just really want to re. I think re, re in touch with the people they grew up with, or the in in metal. Like a lot of the younger kids in metal today. Don't yeah. never get a chance to see Dio live, or 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 I'd Lemmy rather, or Lemmy or. Yeah, I'd rather do that than than watch the live streaming. You know, at least it's somewhat of a live concert experience. So, yeah, I'd, I'd much more probably want to experience that than this COVID killing live streaming thing. It doesn't excite me as much. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really excite me either. I, I see it too. I, I'll see it on Facebook or whatever and I always just kind of keep going. And it's like here they're doing these <laughs> they're doing these drive-in uh, concerts. You drive your car up there, you're, you stay in your car, you stay in a little area and do yeah. thing. And I'm thinking to myself, the other day, they're doing it over here at the state fairgrounds in, in, there, in Phoenix. I'm like, they're serving alcohol. So if you get alcohol to people that are in their cars, <laughs> they have to drive their car out of there. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So why are you getting they're getting hammered in their car? Well, maybe you have a designated driver. I don't know. Oh, it's not. No, it's not what's happening though. I mean, do you hook a little speaker I think up the, to you? The bands, though, that they're booking for these things aren't like the people that go to these shows aren't the the raging type. I don't know. I don't think. Well, like here they have maybe. the third eye blind. I don't think it's drawing a huge crowd, but third eye blind. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Come on. Yeah. You do not need to go see third eye blind at a drive-in concert. I don't either. Thing. Then they had the beach boys. The beach boys, they getting any ravers coming to that show. No, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> with John Stamos, with John Stamos, you have to, you have to add that though. Wait a minute. Is, wait, hold on. John, John Stamos is in the beach boys. Yeah. He plays drums for him all the time. Oh no. Really? Yeah. Huh. I didn't Come know. On, where you been? I, Where have you been, Bobby? I've been isolated. I've been listening to Swedish death metal for. What the fuck's going on over here? I've been, yeah. I've stuck in Swedish death metal for six years. Ambient black metal. That's all I listen to. You gotta, you gotta expand your horizons. Okay? I, I think so too. John Stamos. Okay, I'm, I'm in. Okay. <laughs> You're in. Oh man. So I, every time I've ever done sound for the Beach Boys, they've always been the biggest pain in my ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't stand it. Just their backline alone is just a hassle. It's just a hassle. I don't I have anything to do with it. It's not worth it. No, whatever they're gonna, whatever they're gonna pay me. Who's more of a hassle, Beach Boys or Tony Orlando? Uh, <laughs> Beach Boys. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm. But I have to admit, Tony Orlando did do a pretty damn good show. <laughs> with Don? No, we don't. Tony no, Orlando. Just so so. If we did a Tony Orlando show, Don and, uh, got a seven second and kicked him to the curb. <laughs> You know, I mean, it's like the when you're a sound guy, you'll take whatever show. It doesn't matter, right? I mean, I don't care, right? Sure. Let me let me one week. Next week it's Tony Orlando. Who gives a shit? You know what I mean? It's just, whatever. It's just another gig, right? I Tony Orlando. So. You know, you were singing "Tie a Yellow Ribbon." Tony Orlando did. He sang it. Was it? Did no, sing- I'm you sang along. Oh, of course, I did. Oh, did he sing for yeah. like thirty seconds and cuts it off? He won't. He won't sing the whole song anymore. No, nah, he just does it as a medley. Yeah. The medley does all his hits in the medley, and then he sings. He sings like all kinds of weird songs. He's a weird dude. He's a weird dude. And he's still doing it though. And apparently he's deaf. He can't hear very well. No. Wow. No, he's got in ears and monitors and side fills, <laughs> all blazing. Ladders <laughs> don't go. You know he's got to piss him out. though. people are like, "Come on, tie the yellow ribbon. I want to go home." Oh, the abuse <laughs> I've taken as a monitor mix engineer. The abuse. Because we hear we, we hear that about UB40. 
Nobody cares. Play red, red, white. I want to go home. Yeah. <laughs> I did their show at Belly Up. It was the same way. As soon as they played red, red, wine, everybody left. Red, red, wine. We're out, man. We're out. Hey, they have other good songs. 800 people were there. And then all Not of a sudden according to them. People are just flocked out of there. <laughs> Poor guys. They got to save it to the last song because otherwise everybody leaves. They got to. <laughs> exactly. They're not it's, dumb. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah, you'd be, you be 40 ain't dumb. Let's no, give them that. They're not dumb. They made some money off it, man. They made some money off it. Rat in the Kitchen. Yeah. yeah, Rat in the Kitchen. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's some songs, right? Sure. Sure. I thought you'd be 40 at the open-air amphitheater with the Fine Young Cannibals. That was a pretty damn good show. Fine Young Cannibals. Wow. God, I, I love that band. That. I was a big fan of the English beats and... Yeah. Two of the dudes in Fine Young Cannibals were in the English beat. Right. Mirror, mirror in the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Absolutely, man. I love yeah, it wasn't exactly beats. the specials in the Fun Boy 3, but. No. I mean, yep. kind of like... <laughs> Sean always talks about the Haircut 100. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love, can't help it. Love the fun. Yeah, man. What's wrong with haircut 100? I don't know. We were talking about. I think they're it was one day we were talking. I think they're wearing tweed. I think one day we were talking about English <laughs> punk or something like that. It took me haircut 100 up all the time. <laughs> <laughs> because you got to make fun of English punkers because they think they're the ones that invented it and they're not. They didn't. It, it started in New York. It started in their CBGBs. They're not the ones that started it. They, MC5 started yeah. it. Right? Yeah. MC5. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. You could say the 60s garage rock bands. There was some punk stuff in the 60s. But yeah, the Ramones. The Stooges. I would say are. are Kind of the, the big catalyst that people would a lot say, like Jerry Lee Lewis, like uh, John Sparrow from the Vinyl yeah. Femmes thinks Jerry Lee Lewis started punk. You He's know, the first punk. Yeah, yeah I think right. so. You know, be the first a, punk. a lot of that stuff was punkish. You know, think about it. Sure, and I, just, I think England just brought like the ferocity into it. The the uh, with the yeah. with the Sex Pistols, you know, and distrust of the government. That's right. Yeah. So they started in America, exactly. but, they, but they made it. The ferocity came in England. Yeah, but you then know. you got but then you got Jello Biafra coming up after that. I mean, well, Jello and... still a punk. Yeah, now Johnny Lydon's like a Trumper or something. I seen so. that. Yeah, I is. seen that the other day. I was wondering if he was doing it for social distancing or what he was doing that for. Why else would you I wear think a mega he's just hat? An idiot, or he just wants to go against the grain. You know, he's right. just trying to be just doing it to be an asshole. Feather. Yeah, we don't know where Henry, yeah. we don't know where Henry Rollins stands. Sure oh, we do. I'm sure we do. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, we could pretty much figure out where he stands. Yeah, we know where he stands, man. <laughs> we were talking earlier. What about a Henry Rollins, Jella Biafra uh, running for president, vice president? I'd vote for that. Sure. <laughs> it's hard to say which ticket you'd be pulling people from. I don't know. It's hard Everybody to say. doesn't like what? Yeah, well, anybody wants a real choice, why go with that bill? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We'll find out in a few weeks, I guess. We digress. We digress. Can't wait for it to be over. Oh, oh my God. God. Just these stupid ads. It's so stupid. I'm like, oh, God. Uh, you don't know who to believe. Stupid. I don't know what's going on. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But we'll find out. We have no idea. I bet it's going to be a complete I just want disaster. to get back to the Casbah. So my concern is just get, get, get the COVID thing over. That's true, and then hopefully be ready, prepare for the next one which are coming because there's, there's going to be some, something worse coming along. You know that. Yeah, but by that time we'll all have bubble suits, so it won't maybe matter. we will. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we'll be uh, dust. Yeah, the but flaming lips. <laughs> hopefully, people will be smart enough to get ready for whatever's coming next. You know, right. so we don't have to have I this happen so. again. Ha- ha- yeah, happen again. 
So we hope the best for the Cavs, Bob. We really appreciate everything you've done, Tim, for music, especially in SoCal. And uh, thank, thank you, sir, for being on the Old Guys Talk Metal and Sometimes Punk podcast. Yes, thank you so much. We appreciate you being on. There's uh, a... I had a blast. Hopefully that was entertaining for your listeners. Of course and you are. Follow me on social media. Instagram, Twitter, I am the local pile, the local P-Y-L-E. And tune in on Sunday nights to hear you on loudspeaker, right? Yep. 91X. Pacific Standard Time, streaming worldwide. Streaming worldwide, people. So, You heard it here first. Yes. There you go, fellas. Yeah, support your local music people. Go out there. When this place is open again, support them, please. So, Sounds Tim Piles. Good. You guys be safe. Thank you, man. You too. Thank you so much for being on. Thanks for your patience with me. Glad we finally did this. Right on, brother. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Have a great day. And keep me keep me posted to this. And if I need to share whatever you got going on, it, I would be happy to. We'll send, it to you. we'll send it to you in Messenger when we post it. Thanks. Thank you so much. All right. You guys be good. Cheers. You too. Take care.